I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, Pat. What do war with Russia... Joe Biden's impeachment and get your COVID shot every single year have in common. What, what do they have in common? Well, most days I would say that's like a WTF Wednesday sort of thing, but I'm thinking it's a truth or fiction sort of thing. Exactly. We're going to cover all three of these topics on today's Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Thank you for, well, well, your patience yesterday as we dealt with some technical issues uh, that precluded us from uh, recording this show yesterday. But we are back and we will be back the rest of this week. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni, and you're tuned in to Critical Thinking. Good Truth or Fiction Tuesday to you, Mr. Pat Oni. How are you? Oh, it's Tuesday. One step closer to Friday. You know, everybody works for the weekend. Are you suggesting that you just want to bang on the drum all day? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> what the hell, man? You are, like, seriously just making this all about, like, grandfather talk like i know that you're about to become a dad but my my god your small talk dude three and a half months three and a half months and and my kid will be here and then be subjected to the yeah have you oh the weather today man Dude, I'm going to be like the ultimate dad joke machine. Like this is going to No, gonna you're not going to be the dad joke machine. You're just going to be the water cooler dad. That that's what's going to happen. What do you mean I'm going to be the water cooler dad? You're just going to be the dad that like can't get beyond the 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 bare minimum of small talk at the uh, little league games. Oh, I mean, yeah, because like why? Just why? Why? <laughs> God. Oh, anywho, with that being said, it is a truth or fiction Tuesday. We have a lot to get into. 
Uh, but before we do, <clears throat> I just want to lighten the mood a little bit because uh-huh. I feel like this clip is representative of what uh, we have gone through over the past four to five days. And Andre Chisano, what a block. And again, it's the same player on the deck. And uh, the referee's given the free. <laughs> I mean, that clip is never going to get old for me. No, that just, oh, that poor man. Uh, now, I will say this, having played the game of soccer at a very competitive level, my question would be, did he get hit in the twigs or the berries? Because if he got hit in the twig, it doesn't hurt nearly as much as the berries. I mean, there's also a possibility he got hit like in like the abdomen area. Yeah, like the, the lower bowel, like right uh, above the, the twig and berries. Yeah. yeah. Possible. But I'm pretty sure he's going to feel that in the twig and berry region. Not once, uh, yeah. not twice, yeah. but three times. Oh, that poor, poor man. Oh, might might be a while before they uh, practice having babies. Him and his wife. Uh, well, yeah. yep, yep, yep. All right. Do what you guys so, do. I guess. There's a reason for that, Pat. Because, uh, well, here is your first truth or fiction. All righty, truth or fiction: Joe Biden will be impeached by or before the beginning of 2024. Um, I think that's a hundred percent truth because we've already seen Kevin McCarthy talk out loud about beginning the impeachment inquiry process. Now, what we know is that it's likely to slow down in August. So we're looking at September, October, November. Um, I think they would like to get this going as fast as possible because they can then begin the trial at the beginning of 2024. Now, the piece of caution that I would have is if, because what, can we stipulate to this, Pat? Impeachment is only political. Oh, at this point, yeah. It's always only political because it's a political remedy to legal issues. Okay. Because you cannot, you cannot charge a sitting president with a crime. So the only way to deal with that would be to impeach. But it is political in nature, and it always has been, by the way. It always has been. But Uh, I guess I'm just saying it it especially has been in recent years. Correct. I was just going to go there. But it has become increasingly so in recent years. I think Rand Paul, in his take last week, right, about making sure that, that we take a step back and use this only as a tool of last resort is important, but here's the problem. We also have two of the most corrupt individuals. I'm sorry to say that, but that is the reality of whom Donald Trump is. He is a pretty corrupt individual or corruptible individual. Maybe he's just the lovable loser that gets duped into corruption all the time. Or he cares about being popular and uh, famous and all the accoutrement of that, if you will. Or and it gets him in trouble. That all notwithstanding, the only caution that I would have about going down this road is, does this do a favor to 
the person that you would like to elect the most heading into the 2024 primary season. And what am I hinting at here, Pat? If you had to I guess. Mean, you, if I had to guess, I mean, does this does this help or hinder 2024 candidates? Bingo. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you have not gotten the trial begun, right? The trial has not begun by November, let's say. Your next option is January of 2024, realistically. You could do it in December, but that would just kind of be weird in the middle of the holiday season. Right. So what happens if you put this trial on in January of 2024? You take the sail, you take the wind out of the sails of your own election, your own primary season. And whom does that actually benefit? For me, that is a massive benefit to Donald John Trump. Because you've sucked the oxygen out of the room of that entire situation. So the Ron DeSantis, the Tim Scotts, the Vivek Ramaswamis, whomever, right? That might be coming up the, the, the ladder, get pushed back down it. So that's my caution in this. If you're going to do it, you've got to do it. Number one, you got to do it right. You've got to have the goods. You've got to have the ability to, to showcase this. Number two, you either need to do it f- fast, meaning do it by November, get it, to, get it to the trial stage by November, or you need to wait, and you need to wait until about March. And people might say, well, wouldn't that just you know, well, the, the left is going to say it's just a political hit job and they're attempting to, to alter the uh, 2024 election. They're going to say that anyway. It doesn't matter when you do this. They're going to have right. that argument. Right. They're going to try to make that argument in the media and, and blah, 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 blah. The question is, do you have the nuts? Do you have the ability to prove the allegations? That is the only other caution I would have on this is you better have the goods before you get down this road. But I firmly believe that they will go this route and they will do so by, let's say, I think they take September, maybe mid-September, and then by October, they're going down the road of bringing these charges in the house. That's what I believe is going to happen here because I, I think that while, yes, yesterday we got Devin Archer, did we really get a whole ton out of it? I don't know. Other than some vague reference to Joe Biden being the brand or the guy or or however you want to put it, right? The big guy, the brand. He was the person in which they were using to peddle influence in the American government. Whether you want to believe that Joe Biden got on phone calls not once, not twice, but 20 times, right? Just to say hi and talk about the weather with uh, various power brokers around the world. Or not, whether you want to believe it or not. The reality of that situation is that Hunter Biden was attempting to sell access to his father. Whether his father was knowingly involved in it or not, 
It is an illegal activity. And we have the proof of that influence working. I mean, the absolute coincidence of, you know, Victor Shokin getting fired while Joe Biden pulls the lever of I'm holding a billion dollars in my hand and you do this or not or else while they're investigating the very people in which his son is in business with. That's just a weird coincidence, right? Are you ever going to be able to connect all of the dots of that influence peddling? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is that's a very weird coincidence of which you must answer for. What I do know is they have traced upwards of $20 million in payments directly to the Biden crime family. And it could be as many as 30 to $40 million, according to Nancy Mace. So you better have the nuts. You better be able to prove it. And the only political machination that you need to worry about is, does this take the steam out of the 2024 GOP primary? Because if I am Team GOP, the person that I least want making the case publicly, right, is Donald Trump. He is the least likely of these candidates to win in the general election. That is the reality. He may have, you know, packaged up, wrapped up, boxed up the primary already. Maybe. But for me, he is a general election loser, especially a general election in which you are talking about impeachment. Now, the only case that Donald Trump can make is, hey, look, they impeached me over their own illegal activities and me calling that out. Maybe he can make that case, but is that the case that the American people are going to care about? No, No, they're going to see two corrupt individuals going at each other. Why not be able to put the, the, the emphasis on we got rid of the corruption in our party. We got rid of the person who even had the, the smell or the aura of impropriety around him. And we're now putting this against the corrupt Biden crime family. That's the election that you need to have in 2024. Biden crime family, Biden crime family, Biden crime family, Biden crime family. And just keep hammering that home along with the sluggish at best economic results. You can't do that if in January of 2024, you suck the oxygen out of the room of your own primary. So either you do it in October, November, or you do it in March, April. Can, can we do a, a sub truth or fiction here with this? Because sure. I think I think this would go really well with it. Um, that being truth or fiction, um, some Demo- if if this goes to trial, yep. some Democrats are going to cross over um, to vote for in favor of conviction. I'm going to go fiction on that. Okay. And and the reason that I would be going fiction on that is the only way that that's possible is it, well, hang on. I'm going to go truth on this because I could see a Kirsten Cinema doing it. I can't see a Joe Manchin doing it, and here's why. Because 
unless he's fully ready to announce for Team GOP, right, and he's actually switching that party affiliation, what benefit does he have? He's no longer going to get money from the the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, right? The DSCC. He's not going to get money from them. He has no benefit at home. This isn't one way or the other is not going to sway his electability in, in West Virginia. And then thirdly, what leverage does he have going forward if that's the case? Kirsten Sinema, on the other hand, has declared independency, right? And in a state like Arizona, and I believe she is up for re-election in 2024, by the way, this would be a great politically smart move on her part to show her independence, to show her critical thinking, to show that she's not beholden to corruption. You want to you wanna guarantee your re-election in Arizona? That That's a great way to do it. I mean, th- that would be the reason why I would say truth is because you have you have um, some states where, as a Democrat, you're gonna if if the geo course of the GOP puts up a good candidate or not, right? I mean that's all gonna be contingent upon that. Mm-hmm. Is you know if if the GOP can put up a good candidate, you know the Democrats are gonna need to do something to try to keep those seats, right? To ultimately try to keep some power. So I could see I could see potentially some other places. I don't know which ones. I could see some other places potentially voting to convict for the sake of trying to keep some power. Now, I lean towards fiction on this ultimately because mm-hmm. prove it to me before, you know, you actually it's put up or shut up essentially with the Democrats. I, 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 I don't trust I don't trust them for for a second to do something like that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I think ultimately that this is likely fiction, but I can make a case for truth. Right. I, again, I think Kirsten Cinema is the the key. Now that won't be enough votes, by the way. No, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. I think they would fall one vote short. They would need Joe Manchin. They would need three Democrats to to flip to the other side. And I don't know who that third would possibly be. It, 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 it. Honestly, if it were to happen, you would have to look at the potential swing states in the Senate elections, I think. Yeah. And I don't know who it would be. So um, that'll be interesting. I mean, maybe somebody from Colorado. I, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when it comes to the conviction side of things. But I think it's all about making sure that your political timing is correct. Right. And uh, so that's why I think it would behoove them to do this now. Because you get the the focus back in January of 2024 on your candidacies and your candidates. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Let's go ahead, though, and move forward to my first truth or fiction, which is we will go to war with Russia before the end of 2023. <sighs> You just you never know with this administration because they keep they seem to keep pushing that envelope a little bit closer and closer to war with Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I thought about this. I can I can certainly make the case for truth. I certainly can. However, I'm gonna go with fiction because first of all, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I I, I really suck at timing. 
when it comes to this kind of thing. Um, do I think we go to Russia war with Russia eventually? I think it's very possible. However, I, the reason why I'm going with fiction is because I don't know that with the struggles that Russia is having in Ukraine, that they're going to want to go to war with anyone else. Unless they could rope China into it with them, which is possible. I think I think if Russia were to go to war with us, it's going to be very contingent upon what China does. Um, now, if, if they don't have China's backing, I don't think it happens. Mm. Um, but otherwise, I think I, I, I just don't see Putin wanting to go to war with us, given the given the struggles he's currently having in Ukraine. I think that would stretch them too thin. Mm. OK, I, I will see that and I will raise you a truth. OK, and uh, like I said, I can make the argument. What happened over the weekend? Ukraine used American supplied drones to strike right. at Moscow in Moscow this weekend in Moscow. Right. So what what do you think a response to that is going to be? Right? Yeah. Like I said, I could make the argument. I, yeah, I, I, we know these to be quote unquote beaver long range attack drones, right? Mm-hmm. So I what happens when you because we're we have now switched from the capabilities of Ukraine to be defensive to they're now going on the offensive. Now, what we also know is that they have been losing ground in Ukraine themselves. Okay. Um, they, they have not had the victories that people think that they've had. Like they've actually been losing ground. They haven't been sustaining a line or, or pushing Russia further back over the last couple of months. It just hasn't been happening they have taken to doing things in Russia. So what is Russia's response and how do we handle that? Because we have weaponized Ukraine with these drones. We have given them these drones. We have given them all of the military equipment that they're basically using right now. And God knows how much of it, that money has also been squandered, right? Right. we have given them the weapons and they are now being used to attack inside Russia. So while I agree with you that in a normal world, that would be kind of Putin's calculus is, oh crap, I don't want to do that because I'll get crushed to hang on a second. They're actually attacking us. We're, we're, we're no longer just the ones attacking and, and going on the offense and they're playing defense and, and we're just lobbing back and forth. Right. No, right now, now it's literally in my backyard. That changes the calculation on their front. But where I really wanted to go with this, Pat, is you. We just talked about impeachment, right? Yeah. How do you take that off the table if you're Joe Biden? War, bingo. You create the pretext for war. So what we have to watch for is what Russia does 
in retaliation for this drone strike on an apartment complex, by the way. Whether that apartment complex was housing some sort of military apparatus or military personnel or or was a mishit, doesn't matter. What's Russia's response? Because we're already teetering on the edge. That's what people don't realize is we're teetering on the edge of war to begin with. Right. And oh, what yeah. better I pretext to take your impeachment and corruption off the table, right, than to go to war with Russia? We already know, thanks to the um, audio tapes that have leaked out in the case of of um, Donald Trump, that our military was drawing up plans to go to war with Iran. You don't think that these people are chomping at the bit? You don't think the military-industrial complex would love that puppet moment where they get to control all of these things? And it'll and the war will just happen to last long enough to get Joe Biden elected, and then we'll end it. We will crush Russia back into whatever age. You know, there'll be some sort of peace treaty. We have made them say uncle. We've proved our point. And then China thinks twice. That'll be the theme of we need to do this because we believe China would would strike. So we're going to show them our might, right, and our will and our wherewithal. And they're going to think twice. I firmly believe that this is more to do with Ukraine being offensive and us allowing that, right? Because I don't think Ukraine does anything unless America says, wink, wink, go ahead in this situation. Because we know that this is, it, this is a proxy war, right? We know that. But we have gone beyond proxy war when Ukraine is now going into Russia and striking militarily into observed, known Russian territory, the capital. Putin can't abide that. So as we watch all of the pressure ramp up on Joe Biden, what a better way to ramp it right back down than to unilaterally declare some sort of military offensive, right? Watch them attempt to put them in NATO, and then there's your pretext. And then, and then also be able to make the argument, look, 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 I, I, I see, I'm not bought by Russia. I don't have any financial ties with them if I'm willing to go to war. Except for, wait a minute, you, your ties are to Ukraine, not Russia. Right. So you're not really proving the point. But um, again, I go at this from the perspective of how Putin sees it and he's and how he will or won't respond. And then secondly, what does this do politically? Because we know that that the GOP is going to scream to high heavens that you must declare war and you must get permission from Congress and the Senate, right? That you must get permission to do it. What they're going to do is end around it. They will emergency meet NATO, put Ukraine into NATO, and therefore they're part of NATO, so now we must use our troops to defend them. And we will be at war with Russia by the end of 2023. 
That is firmly, firmly my belief because it's the greatest cover to anything. That's the classic redirection. And I didn't think about it that way. And I think that's certainly possible, but I think you also mentioned this point too. And I think, I think this is the real crux of it. And that is what does Russia do to respond? It's all contingent upon that. Yeah, it really is. Because if there is a hellfire response, right? If let's say something happens to Zelensky, right? Or excuse me, Zelensky, or they bomb like the actual Capitol building in Kiev. If that happens, all bets are off. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. All right, before we get into our second truth or fictions, I say we play a little bit of the beer, not the beer. You ready? Let's do it. With that, hit me one time at least with the headline. Uh, it's your day to do it, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is my day to do it. And with that reminder, today's headline, Pat, if you are ready. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. A vegan influencer who only ate exotic fruit dies of starvation. Vegan influencer who only ate exotic fruit dies of starvation. And while you are thinking about that, folks, again, we emphasize this all the time. But do business with those who won't insult you. Better yet, do business with those who don't care about your politics but good products and then getting them to you. And that includes our fine friends over at coffeebrandcoffee.com. Coffeebrandcoffee.com. Enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout for 5% off of your purchase today. What makes it different? Well, number one, small batches. In fact, so small that they are roasted and then put right in to your packaging. You can get it ground, you can get it uh, whole bean, you can get tea, you can get hot chocolate, you can get all sorts of other things outside of coffee as well. Can't speak to the tea because tea is garbage, period, amen. But that's just my opinion. There are plenty of people who don't think that. And if you are somebody who enjoys tea, well, maybe check that out. But again, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, enter the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout for 5% off of your purchase today. Coffee Brand Coffee, the official coffee of Critical Thinkers everywhere all right you need that headline one more time yeah one more time Mm, okay vegan influencer who only ate exotic fruit dies of starvation yeah i'm gonna go with not to be on this one that just seems like that's something that's absolutely true that that's something that would absolutely happen to a vegan you would be correct unfortunately this is this is sad Yep. And uh, this is not something to make a joke out of. But folks, stop going vegan. Just just stop. You will absolutely harm your body. You will absolutely potentially die from doing so. Now, um, vegan influencer Zanya Samosonova has reportedly died of starvation after subsisting exclusively off of a diet of exotic fruit in Malaysia, according to her friends and family. I, I, I cannot... So, it's not just that she is a vegan influencer, folks. 
She claims that she uh, consumed nothing but fruits, sunflower seed, sprouts. So not even the seeds, the sunflower seed sprouts, fruit smoothies and juices for the last four years. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. <clears throat> the human body can't get what it needs from sunflower seed sprouts and papaya juice folks that that's not how this works that's not how any of this works it turns out your body needs like real protein and and nutrients that don't exist in fruits and seeds and nuts it just I, 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 now the other sad part of this is This individual, I believe, and many others, likely was actually have, you know, anorexia, if you will. So, well, yeah, I'm I'm assuming there were other issues at play. Mm hmm. But yeah, because the pictures, my God. Oh, my God. Unhealthy. Folks. Never go full vegan. Never go full vegan. Your body cannot sustain itself. If you want to kill yourself slowly, this is how it happens. Uh, Come on, people. Just be smarter than this. Let this be the warning to you that veganism should die a very quick death as a dieting fad there's nobody who needs to go vegan there are some people who yes by the way need to go vegetarian like they might actually have allergies and things in their in their system that might preclude them but those are two different things but but vegetarianism is also very different than veganism and there's still a lot of ways to get the nutrients and proteins and things like that you need through vegetarianism versus veganism exactly So be smart. Just be smarter than this. And with that, Pat, are you ready to go with our second truth or fictions? In fact, uh, your second truth or fiction is similar to the first. So we're going to start with your truth or fiction. Okay. All right. Truth or fiction. Impeaching Joe Biden may cost the GOP seats in the House and Senate in 2024. Hmm. 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 Um. I'm going to go with fiction. Okay. I don't think anybody is going to (coughs) 
don't think anybody is going to change their opinion on somebody based off of their impeachment vote. Not one person in this country is going to be like, oh my God, you impeached. Likely that person wasn't going to vote for them anyway. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. What I think is actually going to win or lose seats in the House or Senate for Team GOP is who's at the top of the candidate list. Whom is actually going to be president or running for president? If it's if it's um, Donald Trump and Donald Trump is sitting in a jail cell awaiting trial, what the hell are you going to do? Right? Right. Your entire apparatus falls apart. If it's Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis has proven to be what? A really good, a really good stump speech for other candidates. A really good organizer for other candidates too. Lest we, you know, gloss over <clears throat> all the losses in 2022. Carrie Lake, uh, Doug Mastriano, uh, the loss of the um, races up in the Northeast that happened that could have been winnable. You take a look at the fact that we lost to literally a vegetable in John Fetterman. Because Donald Trump put his thumb on the scale. Right. Right. So when you take a look at like a state like Wisconsin, right, where you watched what happened, Ron Johnson wins his senatorial campaign and Tim Michaels running on the same ticket, right, as governor, the same time frame running for governor as the Republican candidate getting his ass kicked. Well, whom did Donald Trump stump for? Michaels. You look at whom ran against um, Fred Flintstone here in Illinois, right? An absolute dyed-in-the-wool Trump supporter, MAGA forever, and got his ass kicked. Now, you can argue, well, this is deep blue. Well, except for the fact that we've had a Republican governor on and off again for the majority of the past 20 years here in this state. So... Let's take a look at that, right? Let's take a look at right. that when we when we take a look at what we're talking about when it comes to winning and losing. My argument is impeachment has little to no impact on the electorate other, other than as long as your candidate isn't the corrupt one also. You have to. If you are making the case that you are anti-government corruption, that you are rooting out the, the evils of the bureaucracy and the deep state and all of that, right? The Biden crime family, all of its um, protection apparatus and all of that, if you will, right? How can you make that case if Donald Trump is the one that's in there? How? Well, well, persecution. Okay, that's fine, except for the American people might believe it, except for they've also seen the fact that he is willing to just do anything. He's just willing to show documents, willing to play, look at the cool things I did as president, right? He is willing to just be cavalier, at worst, cavalier with the presidency. And at, 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 that's at the low level. At the high level, he is also corrupt. 
He is also somebody who has broken the law. Let's not forget that. You cannot be on that one hand, the rule, law and rule and order and and uh, send all the illegal immigrants back, but, but shh, don't look at our corrupt president. Right? You, you can't do that. The candidate that gets you there to be able to make the case, to be able to stump correctly, to be able to to elevate beyond impeachment mattering is Ron DeSantis. That's not an endorsement. That is just critically thinking through how you get yourself into position to elect more of your side than the other side. Because the other side is going to try to play some sort of victim, which is going to be hilarious, by the way, right? Like, what is the 2024 uh, Democratic platform what is it by they're, they're talking bidenomics what is that the stark contrast comes from ron DeSantis's campaign not from the guy who spent a trillion dollars in deficit more every single year of his presidency that doesn't work if you want to compare and contrast Bidenomics to what you want to do in the team GOP side of things. People forget, and we talked about this last week, Pat, of how many promises were broken and how fundamentally that it was great to see the, the tough rhetoric and some of the um, great results in our economy but that most of it was coming whether or not Donald Trump was president or if Hillary Clinton was going to be president. The reality is that if you are trying to compare and contrast fiscal responsibility, you blew it. The only person in this candidacy that has proven fiscal responsibility, well, there's actually two, I should say. One of them is Ron DeSantis and what he has done in the state of Florida, okay? And the second one is actually Vivek Ramaswamy. Why do I say that? It's because of his history in business, his understanding of how you fight the ESG and the, and the woke corporations, right? And how do you get responsibility back into a boardroom? So at least he understands that part of the equation. I, I just, I, I fail to see how this isn't truth if it's Donald Trump, it would be fiction for me if it's anybody else on Team GOP. So I can't I can't give a definitive answer until I know that. See, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I ultimately think this is fiction, but this this comes from uh, TMI Nancy Mace. <laughs> saying that, uh, <laughs> saying Nancy that TMI uh, Mace. Yep. Uh, uh, impeaching Biden despite evidence overwhelmingly piling up, putting moderate members at risk. So she's she's arguing that if if you impeach Donald Trump, you're going to put more moderate members of the GOP at risk for their their seats come the 2024 election. I well, then my argument, my argument back to that is then don't vote for it. Right. I, I, How are you I, putting? I, if you believe that your constituency won't support you if you vote for impeachment on a political level, then don't vote for it. 
right? If you believe that they don't have the nuts, if they don't have the ability to make the case, whether or not that actually gets a conviction on, on the other side it is irrelevant for me. Right. It's an my, irrelevant my situation. You have to be able to make the case to the American people. Those are the only people that matter in this entire scenario. And if you believe that the team, if that, by the way, Nancy Mace is on the House Oversight Committee. Right. So she believes that they don't have it. Make the case in the Oversight Committee to stop it right there until they do. That That's fine. But if you're suggesting that when when they do have that and they are going forward with it, if you believe that that's going to cost you, then you haven't done your job. And that's what I would argue here is I, I don't I don't know that she's done her due diligence in this yet. I think it's too early to be making statements like this, considering impeachment hasn't even happened. Hearings haven't even happened on impeachment yet. <coughs> Excuse me. As spectators, you know, we we can see that, yeah, they looks like they've got the goods to at least bring forth impeachment charges and or at, at least, least begin the, the formal inquiry right. process. Right. Right. We have we have we have at least that. But you're telling me if 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 the the GOP has the, the evidence that your your constituency is not going to back you up in voting for that impeachment, especially if they lean more to the GOP. I think chances are they probably will. They probably will, especially if the evidence is there. A hundred percent correct, Pat, especially in a state like South Carolina, where their districts are very weird. Their right. districts are racially motivated. That's the reality of this. Like, if you don't know anything about South Carolina politics, know this. They have had a racial component to them since the end of Jim Crow in terms of they literally are gerrymandering to make sure that there is at least one uh, member of the Senate or one member of the House delegation there that comes from a quote-unquote majority black congressional district. So they literally carve up Charleston in that area into like three different parts um, just to be able to get that majority black. Uh, so you wonder how um, all of that happens. That's how it goes down. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But that is the reality of the situation that is faced. Um, all right. With that being said, Pat, I think this is a good time to switch to another topic that I think a lot of people are not paying attention to. And this ha happens to do with the CDC. And so my second truth or fiction is COVID vaccines will become an annual shot and mandated for employment in America within the year. Uh, truth or fiction? I, I'm going to go with truth because they're already trying to do this anyway. They, they've been trying to do this for a while. Um, it's just a matter of, are they mm -hmm. going to succeed or not? And so I, the, the attempt is going to be at least there. So I go with truth and here's the thing, like, are they going to try to make like employees that work remotely from home do the same thing? Yeah. I, I don't know. And that's the thing. Like, like if this happens, like there's no way I'm ever going back to an office. There's no way mm -hmm. I will make things work from from my own house like like i will not i will not do that yeah um 
So I actually think this is going to be fiction. Mm. And here's why. Um, I don't think the corporate world wants to deal with the lawsuits that would come from mandating this. Oh, that's a fair point. I will say this, though, from a healthcare perspective, healthcare workers, you probably are going to see this on an annual basis. You're going to get your flu shot or you're not going to work here. You're going to get your COVID shot and you're not going to work here. Because they do that already with the flu shot, by the way. They, right. And it's legal for them to do it. Now, I will say this. I can also make the argument that healthcare employers are going to get their ass sued if they do this. And here's why. It has nothing to do with religious exemption. It has nothing to do with freedom of choice. Nothing. It has everything to do with something that I saw and I think is a very important point that is being made in the 2024 election. And I want you to compare and contrast what's about to be shown to you. I'm not going to tell you anything other than just play it. How Florida dealt with COVID. Because he has better PR than other governors, but other governors did a better job than Ron DeSanctimonious. Yes. <laughs> well, he, did, he used to say the opposite. Let's just be clear. You go back a year or two, he would say, what a great job I've done in Florida, how I'm one of the country's great governors, uh, how Florida is such a great state. He always said that for years and years until about three days before the midterm election. Then he started to attack me. And I think it's because he saw that we were going to win a big victory. And I think he viewed me as a political threat. So now he's flip-flopped on all that and is trying to say we did a bad job. I fought his administration to keep our state open, to have kids in school. Fauci, the task force, all those people, they were sending me missives. Even January of 2021, right before he left office, his task force was telling us in Florida to close. And so he didn't have control over his own government. He didn't have control over Fauci. Fauci ran that government his last year in office. Trump should have fired him. He did not do that. He elevated Fauci and he made Fauci an international celebrity. And here's the thing, I fought back against it, but the reality is Fauci's policies were adopted in a lot of the blue states. Kids were locked out of school for a year. You had businesses shuttered for good, small businesses. There Should was a the US have locked down at all? No, no, it was a catastrophic mistake to do that. Back at that time, there was a lot of uncertainty, I get it, but knowing what we know now, that was a catastrophic mistake, and we can never let that happen to our country again. Did the vaccine work? It didn't stop the spread. We were told if you take the vax, you will not get COVID. That is not true. And now for CDC to say they should be doing annual boosters like a flu shot, there is not sufficient data uh, to support that. One of the things I'm gonna do, we're gonna bring a reckoning to the medical swamp in DC, CDC, NIH, FDA. They failed the American people. Uh, you're gonna see big changes. You raised up. I mean, as far as a political campaign goes, that's exactly what you hammered Donald Trump on over and over and over again. That was fantastic from Ron DeSantis. Secondly, um, I think he's I, I think if, if there was ever a case for fiction, that's it right there. Like like people mm -hmm. are going to put up with this crap, right? You're going to have lawsuit after lawsuit. However, I think in the case for truth in this particular statement. You have the Jason Millers of the world still wearing N95 masks in a room by themselves. You you still have people in California. I don't doing. By the way, the if you haven't seen that doing. Jason Miller situation, you gotta. He's in yeah. a room by himself, admitting to basically hoaxing 
uh, MAGA forever into believing uh, a lie about how the election was stolen. Right. But in in the case of COVID, I mean, I could see where they're going to at least attempt to push this. Now, does it actually happen? <laughs> I think that's where where this gets this gets tough, and I I think as I think through this, I think you're probably right that this probably will never happen. That this will ever be mandated um, for for employers or employees mm-hmm. um, because it's a lawsuit waiting to happen, and they don't they don't want to deal with it. And they don't want to deal with the bad PR that comes with it either. So, yeah, I think I think the the reason why I say that. <clears throat> they would be afraid of a lawsuit has nothing to do again with the religious side of things or freedom of speech or freedom of, of choice or whatever you want to call it. It has everything to do with the fact that there's a massive difference between the annual flu shot and the COVID shot. And Ron DeSantis pointed that difference out in a stark, stark way. And we have been number one, the annual flu shot, whether it's 60%, 70%, 40%, it has the ability to physically stop that annual strain of the flu from entering your body or not entering your body, but infecting you. Right. Right. It might not be wholly 100% effective, but it has that ability. The current bivalent shot of COVID-19, which is the only shot available by the way, has zero efficacy at stopping it, at stopping transmission, at stopping you from getting sick from it. It has no efficacy whatsoever. It has no proven difference to you as an individual. So if you're going to mandate me taking something, you better prove beyond a reasonable doubt that that thing will prevent me from getting it, transmitting it, and all of those things that could happen in an employment situation. Let alone what they've done to to potentially try to do this to little kids entering kindergarten, right? Get right. your COVID shot. You better be up to date on that or what they've done to, to other people. In fact, we just had, um, we just had an 18-year-old, I think it was, um, or was it? No, no, it wasn't. It was a a second year NFL player uh, come out and say, well, guess what? I've got pericarditis. I just found that out in the pre uh, training camp uh, testing. He had pericarditis, which is what? A beginning of the inflammation of the heart. I was going to say that. Isn't that the precursor to myocarditis? Exactly. Yeah which can lead to what your heart stopping from strenuous activity. He could have killed himself. Now he's taking some shots and in the hopes of being able to reverse all of that and, and yada, 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 but that can be life altering literally. Right. Right. Yet we're continuing down this road. I don't understand it. There, there are literally hundreds of studies that show no efficacy whatsoever. In fact, in many cases, those who get the shot or have been boosted multiple times are much more susceptible, not just to COVID, but to other diseases and other things. You are actually much more likely to be healthy if you didn't take 
any of these shots. And I'm glad that he also said, um, Ron DeSantis in this, that hindsight being what it is, we can never do this again. This isn't about relitigating what happened. This is, we understand what happened. We have taken that information and we are never doing this again. Has Donald Trump one time said that? Nope. Donald Trump refuses to say that anything that Fauci, excuse me, excuse me, the science trademark, the truth registered trademark, our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. That's not me. That's who, how he would like to be addressed. Deborah Burks, Scott Gottlieb, others, right? That, none of them. There has not been a reckoning. The only person will bring that reckoning is Ron DeSantis. You can make an argument that Brian Kemp would have done that. You can make an argument that Kim Reynolds would have done that. But Brian Kemp and Kim Reynolds are not in the presidential race as of right now. And I don't anticipate Brian Kemp getting into the race, by the way. I I really don't. don't And if Kim Reynolds Reynolds might be in the race as a VP. Right. But that would only strengthen the case for that reckoning. Because she has done it in the state of Iowa, by the way. She has given that reckoning on all sorts of issues. I mean, when we look at the whole jab issue at this point, I mean, it's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different outcome. That that's exactly what what these people are, are doing. They're doing the same thing over and yeah. over again. They're trying to push the same thing over and over again, and they're expecting a different outcome. Yep. And my final point on this, Pat, is going to be this. The other shoe that people are not talking about dropping is that even those who lived in somewhat fear, even those who took boosters one, two, and three, they ain't doing it again. I don't know anybody that's going in and getting another shot. I don't know anybody that has gotten one in the last year. I don't know a single soul in my life. That's been like, hey, did you get your shot? Not, it never comes up. People yeah, are done. No one, cares, no one cares anymore. People are done with it. And if you try to shove it right back down their throat, let's put it this way. It would be like somebody taking their first shot of Malort here in Chicago, which is a tradition, hating it, and then you pour it right back down their throat. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that, right? Uh-huh. They, they're probably going to resent you forever for it. Now, I would suggest taking a shot of Malort. For me, not terrible. For others, absolutely the most awful experience of all time. Now, Pat, since you don't drink, you won't be able to experience that, but um, yeah. Um, Just just, uh, YouTube or Google Malort face um, if you're curious about it. Now, that all being said, my point of this is there, there's no way this gets mandated. So this is going to be fiction. The CDC might try as they may under Joe Biden. And I can make the argument that this is actually more important than impeachment. Oh, absolutely. 120%, by the way, on that. That, that how, how Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump approach this issue and how Ron DeSantis approaches it is ain't going to happen and I'm going to do something about it. Okay, well, prove it. Well, he did. What did he do in Florida, right? 
He fired the Surgeon General of Florida, put in uh, Dr. Joseph Latipo, right? And they attacked the federal government. They attacked and changed tactics, by the way. As soon as Latipo came in, which was June of 2020, what ended up happening? They opened right back up. They stopped all the nonsense. They said, wait a minute, data and science is telling us we have been wrong. We need to change. That, I don't care if you've got an R or a D next to you, by the way. If you see the data and you make the change, you're a winner in my book. Because that means you've been paying attention and politics or whatever else isn't what matters. The truth is what matters. So we have the goods. We have the ability to say, yeah, yeah, he might be saying the same thing that uh, Donald Trump said in 2016, except for one of them actually proved in real time that they were willing to fight the fight. They were willing to stand alone. They were willing to be one of maybe three or four people or three or four out of 50 states doing this hard work. Like Georgia, like South Dakota to a point, like Iowa, like your state of Utah, although that was still even pretty shaky. Um, it got shaky more towards the end, right. at the end of Herbert's term. But beyond that, we still kept things pretty well open. Right. Yeah. So that's my point, though, right, is that mm. there are only a handful of states that can say this. And Ron DeSantis' state is one of them. And he's got the proof of, hey, I listened and I made the changes and I did the things that needed to be done to ensure that at the local level, this stuff wasn't also happening. And I made sure that we did the things necessary to protect those that needed to be protected, because there are people that were vulnerable to this. There still are. So I give some people grace because I don't know how you're, how vulnerable you are, but also at the same time, if you're wearing a KN95 mask for eight hours a day, you are slowly killing yourself. I hope you understand that because of the amount of CO2 that you are inhaling, the inability for you to get fresh air, all of that sort of stuff. There, there's literally another study out that just happened last week in which they attribute the amount of CO2 intake to have increased by eight times if you wear that KN95 mask more than an hour every day. And it's not all that surprising considering they've also done these studies on whom? Oh, hospital employees who report weird, Pat, migraine increases, significant um, issues with respiratory um their respiratory system, significant issues being able to breathe um, and do strenuous exercise after wearing all of these things. What a weird coincidence. It's not, it's almost like we've had this information the entire damn time. But with all of Jeez. that having been said, Pat, your final thoughts on today's Truth or Fiction Tuesday show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And the only thing that Nancy Mace has to worry about in the impeachment inquiries of Joe Biden is more TMI. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. With that, folks, do not forget tomorrow it is WTF Wednesday here. We're going to give you the most insane things that we have seen so far this week. And as always, Matthew 547.